0: Hey, it's Mal and Maddie, and this is Smatter of Fact.
1: Just two best friends dabbling in speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects.
0: In other words, a smattering of facts.
1: Don't lip sync to me. (laughs) i do it every time i usually don't look but today i looked
0: yeah you have probably like four monitors that my face is plastered across today uh, <laughs> it has been chaotic um yeah since we well, well um... since we last recorded we already recorded this episode and now we have to do it again. So. Right. This is the second recording because actually this one... is our this is our third attempt at this <laughs> the second recording. Because we got on a call to do it last time and then we just talked instead of recording. <laughs> so oh man. Um typical Mel and Maddie fashion. Typical, typical. <clears throat> yeah, but tell the audience what's going on over here. So my computer died, completely,
1: and so now I'm on my husband Jaeger's computer. He bought me a webcam,
0: That's so nice, so that
1: I can continue with this. So that was very nice of him. Okay, but yeah, I'm very sad about my college MacBook
0: dying on me randomly. Mine did that too, like. I don't know probably right around probably right around this time last year, honestly, yeah, it just like absolutely went kaput on me, and I just wasn't done on. with school, so i i know I was I was almost done with school, but I had to finish school,
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. so big so sad here we are. big sad. Do like you have your iPad though. I do have my iPad, so I mean, I didn't really use my computer that much after college since my work graciously provided me computer. So like, I just I only really used it for like the podcast, and right, whatnot.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Which it will kind of suck when researching to not have a computer. But well, I'm wondering if I can use my smart my like keyboard. Yeah. with my iPad. Can I you bet can. you can okay
0: well and that should be pretty easy i feel like yeah yeah It'll yeah. Be fine. yeah i uh, am i feel like i'm like very reliant on my computer and i'm like i don't feel like there's a big reason to but all the time i have like documents open and i'm like working on like the gala program for my students and working on just researching things for my job and like that sort of thing where I'm, like, I use my computer way more than I, like, ever thought I would. But right. I'm also, like, editing music and stuff, so. Yeah. True. That. True. You know.
1: Yeah, I probably won't get one for a while. Like, I just don't really see, like, a real. Yeah, I mean, if you don't need it, I have one. Need for it, so might as well, like, buy one when I actually do need one. Yeah, exactly.
0: And not spend the money. Seriously. Speaking of spending money, Brandon and I bought our wedding bands. Oh, so exciting! Yes, we bought in a house.
1: I don't think. Yep. (laughs) Did we talk about the house? I think in the first recording of this video we did. I don't know. Okay. Yeah,
0: we doing all the adults for when we're married, and lots of improvements are being done on it currently because the renters who lived there before smoked in there um so we had to like get rid of stuff in order to get rid of like the smoke smell it wasn't like a super strong smoke smell but it was like enough where we were like like new carpet and stuff yeah so we just like repainted everything and got new carpet and like i scrubbed literally was scrubbing cabinets for like four hours because they were like sticky with smoke residue and like residue and we got new carpet And we took out carpet in the living room and put in hard flooring because, um, like the front door opens right into the living room, and so we were like, we don't want to like be tracking, yeah, you know, wetness and dirt and stuff all throughout the carpet. So those were like our major things. We actually very proud of myself. I okay. Let me explain, and then I'll tell you what part of this project I actually did. We put in a new mailbox. Ooh. I was very proud because I put the numbers on it. (laughs) And they look really nice. I was That's so cute. This is, like, from Up. You know, I was like, wouldn't it be cute if we did, like, a handprint on there? (gasps) But it's, like, a plastic mailbox, and I don't know if it would work. Or if it would just, like, peel off, you know? Mm,
1: Yeah. But... That's okay. That's so cute. That makes me yeah. so happy.
0: Yeah. So it's very exciting. Has it
1: synced in that you're like
0: a homeowner now? No, I do not feel like a homeowner. <laughs> I made that joke to Brandon the other day and he was like, that's, yep, that's a joke. And I was like, yay, yeah. Yeah. We no. are. I mean, technically I'm not a homeowner because um, my name is not on the title at this time. Right. Um. But when I change my name. Nice. Good idea. Yeah. But four months until we get married. So. That's so crazy. Yeah. I know. And five days until my. Yes. First... Your first wedding anniversary. Crazy. I've been a wife for a whole year. How do you mm-hmm. feel approaching that? Um. Does it feel weird? Does it feel like it went by fast, slow, kind of both? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, probably only gonna get faster from here on out. Right probably.
1: So, yeah. I mean, we did a lot in our first year. So, I mean, we got a cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know you guys like added to your family. Yeah, so fun. I Love your kitty cat. She's I love so her. Cute. Yep. I'm trying to think yeah. if there's any other like major updates. Since it's been like what, two and a half weeks. Has it really? I think so.
1: I know when Maddie was like, we need to like re-record your episode, and I was like, What did we even talk about?
0: Literally, I was like, <laughs> I was, was like, what episode. was the topic? I don't remember. Half the time when I like go to edit these like a couple days later, I'm like, what was this again? I have to like like listen for a couple minutes to like figure out what we were talking about so I can like title the episode. <laughs> I'm like that's bad i don't even know what episode we're on actually i'm gonna look right now
1: i think it's 78 or 79 um let's see but yeah i sometimes often 78 okay often when you post the episode i will be like surprised i'll be like oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that (laughs) don't remember that one Uh. that's funny
1: well today we're talking about we are talking about again but first time for you guys we're talking
0: about the great lakes honestly okay so i was like hmm am i going to is this going to be like you know like a sad episode where i'm like bad reactions remembered everything that you said and then i was like trying to think if I remembered stuff that you said, and... Mm, <laughs> you don't remember? I think I remember, You'll like, remember. some... I remember some things. I think when you say it, I'll, like, remember, but... There, I was, like, brain empty. No thoughts.
1: <laughs> That's good, though. That's good that...
0: Literally all of the... Okay, it's so also, we didn't say why we have to re-record. The audio is all garbled. It's, like, from both of our f- ends. It's, like... it's Like and i was our like our
1: zoom oh. connection was so bad that night so bad.
0: <laughs> that was the night your computer wouldn't turn <clears throat> on
1: yeah yeah that was a whole yeah well now we are plugged directly into we have a- ethernet cable so
0: very good you know very good
1: <laughs> so Okay, first we're going to start out with some fun facts, and then we're going to get into some really cool history and, like, spooky history and just, like, wow, I never thought that Great Lakes had all this information, okay? Yes. So, if you don't know, Michigan is a peninsula because it's surrounded on three sides by water all fresh water and it's five we have five great lakes we have lake michigan wait
0: wait can i tell everyone a mnemonic to remember the homes no 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 there's a better one a better one larry likes lettuce and lots of leaves which stands for Lake Because they all start with L. Lake Superior. <laughs> so bad.
1: That's bad. Lake
0: Erie. I don't remember what that the is actual, the like, it, someone Holmes. made, like, an actual thing, but no, it's yeah. It's
1: Holmes. Yeah. Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie,
0: Superior. Yes.
1: <laughs> it doesn't help it.
0: they all start with L. I just, like, saw that meme oh somewhere and I was like, that's funny. I don't think that's the actual sentence, though, but it's something like that.
1: That is really funny. Um, Okay. So, Lake Superior is the largest freshwater lake in the world by surface area. So, um, it spans nearly 32,000 square miles. It's second in the world as far as just like lakes in general, it's second to the Caspian Sea. You now I remember because yes, because we, we had to look up, look up, sea versus lake. <laughs> sea um, is salt, <laughs> yeah. And actually, if you were to add up all the water in Lake Michigan, here on Ontario and Erie, it would total like the volume of Lake Superior. So, like Lake Superior is by far like the largest, deepest lake. Lake Michigan's shore is home to the largest freshwater sand dunes in the world
0: yeah
1: um the tallest dune uh is that sleeping bear which stands at 450 feet above the
0: shore of lake michigan yes and i think that's where i said oh my family had a homestead on like the base of the sleeping bear dunes yes yeah yes
1: um so, the Great Lakes are the largest freshwater system in the world, and they actually make up um, more than 20% of all of the world's freshwater. So, like, 20% wow. of all the freshwater in the world is in the Great Lakes. I thought that was so cool. that Our little state. Well, that's, that's so cool. honor. I love Michigan. I know, right? Um... Lake Michigan, actually, is the only Great Lake that's entirely within U.S. territory because all of the other lakes um, border
0: Canada, Mm -hmm. but they're still considered our lakes, so. They're ours. They're ours. Wisconsin would love to claim Lake Michigan, but no, it's called Lake Michigan. Or Wisconsin or Illinois. Oh, wait, did you say Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I did say Wisconsin. I, I didn't said... mention Illinois because Illinois is like touching barely.
1: Yeah. Indiana? I don't know. I don't know, I know I why. In my so. head you said Indiana. Ohio and I was like, that's not touching like Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lake Superior is so deep that the Empire State Building would completely sink beneath the surface. Oh, wow. Um, because Lake Superior's deepest point is 1,330 feet, and the Empire State Building is 1,250 feet tall. Wow. So, and then I just, like, think about the Empire State Building being underneath, like, the water, and it creeps me out. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's, I don't like to think about things underneath the water. I know. Um, The Great Lakes region
1: is the primary water source for more than 40 million people wow um but you know a lot of michigan still has <laughs> unclean water <laughs> for its residents yeah. um <laughs> yeah. not in the water itself it's just things in the water or how the water is transported that you know it's oh. fine pfos lead it's fine um it's really not fine but
0: no well Okay, we we shouldn't get into that. <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> um, uh, but you know what, Michigan doesn't get to hold like the the corner of the market on bad water. So,
1: right. Um, if you actually go out to the lakes, they're amazing. They look um, like oceans. They really do. You literally have all the benefits of the ocean. You can go boating, surfing, paddleboarding, swimming. Um without all of the salt or sharks or jellyfish or just other scary animals in the water um yeah it's just kind of like its own culture almost just like going to the lake I don't know how to like describe it but it seriously like I went to Florida a couple months ago and I looked out over the ocean and I was like it looks like Lake Michigan <laughs> because it does like michigan lake michigan looks like an ocean i mean so does does. yeah yeah um so yeah pretty cool so now we're gonna get into did you know that lake michigan has its own triangle like the bermuda triangle it's been dubbed the (laughs) i remember
0: you saying that yeah, you remember the stories because you're not mm. gonna like them. <laughs> you know what? I just will just not, you're not we'll just gonna like not, them. We'll just okay. not talk about them. This is the end. That's been your smattering effects. <laughs> so,
1: there's an area of Lake Michigan that's been dubbed the Michigan Triangle, and there's been a lot of unexplained occurrences and disappearances, and um. Yeah, so we're going to dive into that. Mm, we don't have to. Oh, but we will. Because... Oh, but we don't have to. Oh, but we, we will. Oh, oh, but we don't have um. to. <laughs> so what has happened? Shipwrecks, plane crashes, UFO sightings,
0: and... Don't say you... it. Don't you... say that. Don't say that next one. I, I know what you're going to you say. Remember? Don't say it.
1: USOs, which are (laughs) unidentified submerged objects, which scares me so much. Strong dislike,
0: strong dislike, strong dislike. Um, the
1: triangle stretches from Luddington, Michigan, over um like across the lake to Manitowoc, Manitowoc. I can never say that Wisconsin and then it kind of cuts across um at a diagonal down to Benton Harbor and back up to Ludington so kind of like the whole length like a big chunk of popular beaches um along the coast of Lake Michigan i don't know how like far inward it goes but that's all i could think about when i was at the beach the other day at lake michigan i was like looking out and i was like there's there's the triangle <laughs>
0: Ugh. The triangle,
1: um, so some experts have like debated about the shape. They some people think that it's literally just like a rectangle that it like covers actually more land, but either way, like there's this weird area of Lake Michigan where all this creepy stuff has been happening, much like the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the Lake Michigan Shipwreck Research Association claims that the triangle is a myth. And there's no more ship shipwrecks in this area than the rest of the great lakes mm-hmm. um and they're just kind of like the shipwrecks can just like the cause of all the shipwrecks is because of high traffic over the lakes, mm-hmm. which sure,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: but mm-hmm. we're kind of a little conspiracy theorists over here, so we
0: are i mm, um we are. <laughs>
1: So, the vast majority of eerie situations that people reference from the Lake michigan Triangle have occurred between 1850 and 1950. Um, there are a few more modern incidences, but that's, like, the majority. There were some before as well. Um, such as, in 1679, um, the Great Lakes was kind of... Throughout the 17th century, the Great Lakes played a pivotal role in the fur trade route. Yeah. And in 1679, the mighty ship called the Le Griffon okay. embarked on its maiden voyage. The ship was intending to use the Great Lakes to navigate kind of like through the Great Lakes, starting Lake Michigan, and then they would get out to the ocean and we were kind of talking about this last time. They were trying to like go to Japan and China.
0: Oh yeah, like why they, would they the go the wrong like... direction? It seems yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird. Unless they so, were like thinking there was a different route, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean it was the 1600s, so I don't wasn't was that still like flat Earth or no? I don't know. I'm really bad at history. Um. That is, I... I mean, some people still believe the earth is flat today, so I'm sure that some people in 1679 thought the earth was flat.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, today still think the earth is flat. Also just go listen to the the earth is hollow episode because we talk about flat earth stuff there too.
1: Yes. Sorry. So the griffon was docked at Le Grande Bay which is Green Bay presently, um, and they loaded 12,000 pounds of fur and set sail for Lake Erie. However, the vessel never arrived and never even made it out of the Lake Michigan Triangle, and no trace of its wreckage, its cargo, or its crew were ever recovered. Um, some think that it, the ship went down in a storm, where others have theorized that the um, Native Americans, the Ottawas or the Potawatomis, boarded her, murdered the crew, and then set her on fire. Um, and then the ship's builder was also convinced, possibly, that the pilot and the crew um, purposely sh- sunk the ship and made off with the fur themselves. Um, But there's no substantial evidence for any of these theories. Well. So just kind of up in smoke. Yeah. Just- no sign of anything um so lake michigan has also been traversed by many schooners over the years and the large and mighty thomas hume um, seemed plenty strong enough to sail across the waters of lake michigan it had three masts and um it was on a journey between chicago in muskegon michigan in 1891 during one dark and windy night in the midst of lake michigan's mysterious triangle the schooner vanished beneath the waves and much like le griffon it seemed as if the thomas hume disappeared into thin air none of its wreckage was recovered for decades but ultimately divers but they did find it they found what they believed to be re- the remains of the ship in two thousand six. Wow! I don't know if they found. They had to have found something that identified it. Wow! In some way. Um, that's wild. There's apparently still ongoing resort research. To kind of confirm that this record does belong to the Thomas Hume, but how was
0: it still ongoing? Like that's. Like, I don't <laughs> a long time. It's like seventeen years after finding it they haven't been able to identify it yet seven no no it sunk in 1891 i know but they found it in 2006 yeah oh you're talking about the research yeah yeah i
1: don't know hmm. <laughs> who knows but they still don't know Also what when you say
0: decades later you meant like more than a century later
1: <laughs> i was just reading this
0: okay. article the but yeah the author meant more like <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second! You're that right. is—I mean, that is decades." But
1: yeah, I mean, lots and lots of decades.
0: Lots and lots of decades.
1: Generations. Um. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna talk about a two-masted schooner called the Rosabelle, and it was used to transport materials, um, to Benton Harbor. Oh yeah, know and that place. This is the one that is this. The, I think is this the one. Is this the one story? No, the one story you're thinking of is um, the plane crash.
0: (laughs) No, no, I'm not thinking about the plane crash. I'm thinking about the... Oh, well, maybe.
1: Okay, I'll tell you if it is. So between... Okay. So in 1875, a car ferry was crossing the lake and it happened to discover the Rosabelle floating upside down.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. The 10-man crew who departed with the boat were never found... Mhm. And they just turned the ship back over and returned her to port in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where she remained in service. And then a couple decades later, few decades, um in 1921, the ship was ready to depart again with a load of potatoes and maple lumber. Like, however, what I <laughs> However, the ship's captain, Ed Johnson, refused to board the schooner. And his son later stated that Johnson had a premonition that a disaster was about to occur. Mm-hmm. The crew could not convince Johnson to board the Rosabelle again, so they left without him. And days later, the ship was found upside down with no signs of her crew. He the stern. I know. The stern was missing, indicating that there. Might have been a collision, but no ship reported an accident. Um, and the U.S. Coast Guard, which dragged the schooner um, into a harbor, later determined that there was no collision. So, like, what happened twice?
0: Ugh, I just—they found it completely capsized, upside, upside down. down, both times. And then, the first off, the first time they're like, mm, "Yeah, let's." Let's get this one back in commission. Like yeah. I understand, like let's that just it's pretend expensive this expensive and stuff to like have ships and whatever. But like, when ten people vanish, but the ship is still intact, that would
1: be so eerie. Like, I'd you be like tell me that wasn't haunted. Let's burn that one. <laughs> like, I hope they at least like did something to pay respect to the crew. That- <laughs>
0: No, they I just flipped it back, and they were like, "Too bad." I just like <laughs> who's the next ten who's gonna go?
1: Yeah, and especially okay, knowing that story that already happened, and then your ship captain refuses to board the ship because he has yeah. this like gut feeling, like this or this like premonition
0: that something really bad is gonna happen, and you have to and, like, like I have like, to imagine that like the captain was like, "I'm not getting on that ship." It Capsized and everyone disappeared. We'll not be doing it. And then the crew are like, you know, maybe younger. Sorry, I'm yawning. Maybe they're like younger and they haven't heard the story. And then they're like, oh yeah, well I did hear a rumor that this was a ship that all the crew just vanished on. They I mean, it upside down. It was
1: almost fifty years, um, before it happened again. Yeah. So, so it just. I know. That would Why? Why are we doing that? I just that? like can't imagine like that second crew that vanished. Whatever happened to them. I can just like imagine like the moment it happened, you like you know how he... they say like you have your life flash before your yeah. eyes. I can just imagine that they're just like like he was right. Like they were like sugar honey, the ice tea. He yeah. Right. <laughs> but just like that like I just like feel like they're terror i don't know it i don't know yeah it just like creeps me out so much oh,
0: that no i, I don't know. like it like i really don't like it i you cannot convince me to like go on a cruise ever i <laughs> i this know is, this is a bit of a jump i w- i just watched <laughs> i was like i need some just like background noise well i work on this before we got on so i turned on captain philip what's that well it has tom hanks in it maybe you should watch it's it a movie it's a movie and it's based on like a true life story about these people who are going around like the tip of africa um like the bottom the southern tip of africa or something some location like that and they get uh hijacked by pirates ooh And so it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, It's like that meme. It's bad that this is a meme, but it's (laughs) the thing where it's like, I am your captain. I'm your captain now. You listen to me. You know that (laughs) sound? Sure. Yeah. You don't know it? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Well, someone will know it, but it's from that movie and it's a good movie. However, I was like... (sighs) This is just really confirming my like undesire to like board a ship where you're just like stuck stranded Honestly. essentially out in the middle of somewhere and if something happens then they probably don't have enough lifeboats people right? are self-preservation they're only going to save themselves uh you could run out of food and water you could get stranded somewhere you could get taken over by pirates some you could someone could there could be a murderer on board and then they don't know how to like solve it so people keep dying because you know you watch like oh the, my gosh the all of these you know murder mystery shows where that happened and you could sink you could flip over and disappear into thin air yeah.
1: just the idea of being like you could stuck. crash into
0: an iceberg You're your ship could go down in, in two hours middle. and thirty three minutes like. <laughs>
1: i know i and just like i think the movement would kind of bother me to be honest like i like boating and i mean like fishing or like a pontoon pontoon. Boat. like i like little boats like that like i love that
0: where okay see but that's the thing is like, had, if i'm like, like in a small listen, enough lake and i'm pontooning and something happens on the boat i know i could swim to shore
1: i know right listen i am so glad that we did not do this episode before i actually crossed like michigan
0: yeah, I'm through I'm the same pathway. We went through. We went through the triangle. You went on a car ferry, right? Isn't that what found? Yes, a boat to we'll time? get to Wisconsin.
1: Mm-hmm. And I will say, on the way back, I had a bad anxiety attack,
0: <laughs> and I had to like go outside, even though it was cold, and just like calm down. It sounds all fun and games until that happens. Like, and also, <sighs> I think about the people who like. Came over on like the Mayflower, or Mayflower, or like even like like in Outlander, where they're on like an actual ship, where they don't have and you know luxury pools and (laughs) and it's not it's not clean and sanitary, and the food is not good. Yeah, like and there's no bathrooms, and there's rats running around everywhere, and when someone dies, they put them in a body bag and (gasps) dump them over the edge, and like just. That cannot be me. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I understand people did it to, like, get a better life, but, like, that makes... I like the time we're living in now. It's no quite a sacrifice, case. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we're like, uh, one of the three computers I have in my home died.
1: I know. <laughs> what an <laughs> Like, how?
0: Our audio was garbled because of a poor Wi-Fi connection. I know
1: first world problems yeah literally but yeah so i will probably mm. never be going on um a large ferry across um through the lake michigan trial again because just wait so, we have more stories about the lake uh, yeah trial. are you ready that
0: one just gets me because it's like it already had happened it I happened know.
1: once before. i know they had all the warning they did they... but like at the same time like like you said, it's expensive, and they're like, "What are the odds that this will
0: happen again?" <laughs> and then the like the captain was like, "It's it's gonna happen again," and they were like, "No, it's they're like fine. No. It's going again." We really
1: gotta, we really gotta ship these potatoes and lumber.
0: <laughs> it's like, what do you think the return policy was for the the people who were supposed to be receiving? They had to like write for their insurance. It was like. Just disappeared, no trace. I know we actually don't know what happened. I
1: know. How do you? I don't even know. Um. Okay, this one is really
0: creepy too. So
1: George R. Donner was the captain of the O.M. McFarland, which was a coal freighter. On April twenty eighth, nineteen thirty seven, which was Donner's fifty eighth birthday, the ship. Happy birthday, Mr. Donner. Mm-hmm. Um, captain Donner, sorry. Yeah. Um... The ship picked up 9,800 tons of coal in Erie, Pennsylvania, and then it traveled west through the lakes bound for Port Washington, Wisconsin. So it was going to go through all five lakes um, and end up in Wisconsin. So the captain had spent hours on the bridge directing the Owen McFarland through ice flows, Which we love in the end of April. Um, Yeah. And when they reached Lake Michigan, Donner retired to his cabin, instructing the crew to alert him once the ship neared her destination. So three hours later, when the vessel neared Port Washington, the second mate went to Donner's cabin, but found that it had been locked from the inside. Assuming Donner had gone to the galley for a snack, he went to the galley, but to no avail. The crew then began an extensive sh- search for the captain, but it was futile. They eventually broke the door to the cabin, but did not find him. And apparently, he was, um, very, <laughs> he was like definitely too large to fit through the two portholes in his room. <laughs> and they were like, he showed no signs of like depression or suicidal thoughts. Um, so they didn't think that he, like, took his own life um so yeah he was just like completely missing from the ship so local ports and ships searched for donner in the water but they basically never found him or any sign of him um but yeah his cabin was locked from the inside
0: so you know how last time like this is a disgusting story also because how how did he disappear what happened to him i know but remember last time when we couldn't figure out what it meant that it locked from the inside? It was probably one of those, like, chains. Maybe. Or, like, a little thing that...
1: Well, I'm saying, like, you know how, like, a bathroom or, like, a bedroom, usually you lock it from the inside because you don't want anyone to come in. So it was probably just like that, but...
0: Yeah. Like I would that, imagine that, that there would like... be, like, a key to the outside, though, with that, where... You have something to like... say. Maybe? Oh, maybe. Anything she attacked the microphone okay <laughs> sorry um so i would imagine that his like quarters locked like with a key from the inside or mm-hmm. outside and that there was like an extra security for when he was like inside it himself
1: that could be too either way either way they, they had to break down really the door creepy. and he wasn't in there so i don't know why he did like flush himself down the toilet
0: who knows well, if he didn't fit through a portal, he probably didn't fit down the toilet. Yeah. I just... Ugh. Like, what if he was a ghost the whole time? Wait. <laughs> Maybe he was. Wait. <laughs> Maybe he was a ghost. That'd uh, be even creepier? Oh, oh my goodness. Maisie, how'd you even jump up here? i only brought her up because... Oh, In here, because- Maisie. You need emotional support. Look at that tail go. I know. She was wailing outside the door, so of course yeah. I didn't Say
1: something. Can you hear her purring? No. She sounds like a motorcycle. Um she's a motorcycle. Okay. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> Maisie. Calm down.
1: She farted and it
0: stinks. She's Maisie. She's going
1: crazy. <laughs> Dude, gross. Okay, now we're gonna talk about the infamous Flight Twenty Five Hundred One. Oh, I <laughs> hate it. Um, so on June twenty third, nineteen fifty, Northwest Orient Airlines Flight Twenty Five Hundred One was carrying fifty five passengers and three crew, um, from New York to Minneapolis, and they were going to go right across Michigan. <clears throat> Although a pre-flight review of the weather revealed thunderstorms and possible squalls, which I think is a, like, line of thunderstorms, along the route of the flight, it was not a great concern to the crew, um, for whatever reason. Um, however, to avoid turbulence, Captain Robert Lind requested to descend to an altitude of 4,000 feet instead of his assigned 6,000 feet, oh boy. um, so... As the aircraft approached Cleveland, Ohio, Lind repeated the same request and it was approved the second time. Um, and then after hearing, like, another plane had severe turbulence and it caused co- and it caused that plane to fall 500 feet while flying over Lake Michigan, um, which sounds absolutely terrifying <laughs> to have your plane I... just fall 500 feet no. over a body of water. No, no um Air traffic control instructed Lynn to descend again to 3,500 feet to avoid a collision with that aircraft, which Lynn obliged. And later, his co pilot um, decided to steer south and attempt to avoid storm activity, but they inadvertently flew directly into a squall line. And so at 11:13 p.m., the plane made their last radio transmission which was requesting to descend to 2500 feet. Um likely because they wanted to continue dropping below the clouds to try to like gain more clarity. Um however, air traffic control did not grant them grant them clearance because another plane was departing from Milwaukee at that time and they didn't want a collision. Um So that's kind of like the last they heard of this plane. Um, Shortly after that, locals between Benton Harbor and South Haven, Michigan, reported hearing an aircraft flying very low to the ground, and then they witnessed a flash of light over the lake. Um, Some witnesses reported... uh, he, sorry. Some witnesses reported hearing an explosion, although it was hard to differentiate the sound from the thunder. Um, and by midnight, radio operatives realized that the plane was missing. So the next day, the Coast Guard discovered an oil slick and partial debris approximately 18 miles northwest of Benton Harbor. So they actually found something from the plane. That's Okay. Um, but they found a lot more.
0: <laughs> sorry. Uh.
1: In the following days... The search resulted in the discovery of um, human ears, hands, and bones. No, nope, I forgot about that, and I don't <laughs> want to remember it. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Se- a seat armrest and pieces of upholstery. <laughs> Why is
0: this
1: true? Um, child, a child's pants, later identified as those, um, of eight-year-old passenger Chester Schaefer. Oh. Um. And officials, yeah, basically needed to temporarily close beaches, dirt, um, due to the hands and ears and bones and other debris washing ashore. Mm -mm. I don't like it. Um, But basically, they haven't been able to ever find any large amount of the plane or its engines or anything like that. The, The biggest debris they've ever found was, like, anything was, everything was, like, smaller than a
0: hand. Including the <laughs> uh, like the hand, yeah. Why? Why would they put it in that? Like they couldn't just be like extremities or like body know, parts, but like small specifically body like, parts that were like ears and hands. Like that's ears the and random, hands,
1: random. <sighs> like I can't even imagine finding that on shore of a beach. Like I, I would just die right there. I think I would just shrivel up and die
0: i i think i would
1: too and cry and just not be okay
0: Uh, i don't like it but yeah very sad oh it's rough i that was disgusting why would you tell me that again? again again knowing full well that uh that i did not like it the first time
1: because it's a very important event. When I told my mom what we were talking about tonight, she was like, Are you going to talk about that one flight that like crashed? And I was like, Yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, I am. I am. And Maddie's not going to like it because she already no, heard it. No, <laughs> I'm not going like to like it.
1: He had to hear it twice, even if she didn't remember.
0: I, well, I did remember. That's the thing.
1: Jogged your memory. Now you have a better chance of remembering it.
0: <laughs> I don't want to remember it. See, that's the thing. I don't want to. (laughs) Uh. So, I
1: think this was the most recent in nineteen seventy eight. Um, a Michigan college student was enjoying some late winter cross country skiing along the coastline of Lake Michigan when he seemed to disappear into the waters of the lake.
0: It was a solo. Seemed to disappear. Yeah, just seemed to just
1: disappeared. It was a solo excursion, so no friends or family members or like witnesses um were there to explain what happened. The only sign of his disappearance was a few footprints in the snow near the water's edge and then wow. um yeah. So it was assumed that he had frozen or drowned in the lake or suddenly learned how to fly, I don't know. Um I'm going with he learned how to fly. I <laughs> I'm going <laughs> I mean the, it's a lot more likely that he learned how to fly um because he was found alive um oh, over, I... over a year later over Over an- a year
0: later I forgot about this. Yeah,
1: over a year later he was found alive and over 700 miles away. And when how? he was asked about what happened that day or why he was 700 miles away, he had no memory of the event. He had no <laughs> He had straight up no memory. How? Maybe, like for all we know, he he did fly
0: seven hundred miles. <laughs> Jesus. It took him a long time. His arms were pretty tired, but he yeah. flew. I
1: mean, that's the only logical explanation, to be
0: honest. Uh, no, s- it could <laughs> be aliens. Could be.
1: <laughs> they could just be-
0: forgot where he where he came from. Yeah, they didn't put. They didn't drop a pin. With his location where right? they took him. It's crazy. <sighs> like I really just like that.
1: Like that would be so eerie. Like, ooh, that's like Was it in chills. Lake Erie? No. Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan Triangle. We will be talking about Lake Erie though. Um, in a little bit, because there's something crazy about Lake Erie, too. Ooh. Okay, so this triangle. Conspiracy theorists have blamed the triangle on a negative energy vortex. Um, essentially, there's this idea that energy vortexes emit very powerful energy um, and usually they're positive but sometimes they're negative negative. Mm. and um, there's this thing called ley lines oh, yeah. which are Yes, which are areas that intersect ancient structures and landmarks mm-hmm. and are often cited as causes of energy vortexes. So according to ley line maps, one runs directly down the middle of Lake Michigan. And so they think, um, mm-hmm. you know, people believe that there's this negative energy vortex, which is causing like this triangle. Right. Um, and others attribute the triangle's supposed vortex to a prehistoric structure under Lake Michigan discovered by archaeologists in 2007. Do you remember this? The North American Stonehenge. Yes. We have Stonehenge in Lake Michigan.
0: The underwater Stonehenge.
1: Yes. Yes. So researchers have kept this location a secret for fear that divers and curious swimmers would attempt to disrupt the underwater rock formations. Um, I don't think it's like that much of a secret because we know it's in Grand Traverse Bay. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, it's a long line of stones underwater, which is over a mile in length. And nobody knows when the structure was built or if it was naturally occurring, But the only evidence, um, is that there's a painting of a mastodon, which is kind of like a mammoth elephant thing, if you don't know, on one of the boulders. Yes. And mastodons have supposedly been extinct for, you know, thousands of years, which suggests that this structure is truly an ancient marvel and could be like, could be older than the, you know, English Stonehenge, um, Right. Like what you think of when you think of Stonehenge. Uh, So, yeah, we have that underneath Lake Michigan. Just a USO, if you will. That's Um, wild.
0: (laughs) A USO. See,
1: I I just really dislike that. It's. I once went on a shipwreck tour in Lake Superior. Oh, really? Yeah. We literally were in a glass bottom boat. And we went to, like, some of the most famous or... I mean, you have to what? go to the ones that, like, you're be, you're able to see. And one thing about Lake Superior is it's, like, very clear um, and kind of, like, preserved up there. Right. Um, But, yeah, we would literally just, like, float over... I think we went to, like, three major shipwrecks and we just floated over them and, like, looked at them through
0: the bottom of this boat that we That's- were so wild and so cool.
1: I know. It's really scary though. Like it was like
0: Yeah. It kind of just
1: like took your breath away. It was like you were like literally just floating over top of this shipwreck. And you could mm. like see it very clearly and it was very eerie.
0: But Yeah. Um, speaking of eerie. Oh my gosh. I'm excited because you keep saying things are eerie, but it's not in Lake Erie. I know.
1: So now we're actually talking about something eerie in Lake Erie. Okay.
0: Um So Lake Erie has
1: a sea monster, like the Loch Ness monster. We have a Lake Erie
0: monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, like, or all the Michigan lakes were like, let's cover all of the big, like, things. I know. Huron or
1: Ontario, we're
0: not even going to (laughs)
1: mention. There's nothing cool in those. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, like, Um, we hit, like, USOs, UFOs triangles stonehenges i know and monsters literally, <laughs> cryptids literally
1: i don't know i did yeah great lakes man great lakes <laughs> so lake erie is allegedly home to bessie not nessie not to be confused with nessie maybe they're related Sorry, i do just maybe bessie they're... and
0: not to be confused with um Chessie, who is in a different state. And happy. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's really funny. Yeah. Um,
1: also known as South Bay Bessie, or simply the Lake Gear Monster. Um so obviously it's a sea monster like creature that has been spotted on multiple occasions for decades. Um <sighs> and the Cleveland baseball team the Lake Erie Monsters were actually named after this legend. Oh. So the first recorded sighting of Bessie occurred in 1817 and more sightings have occurred um kind of like just sporadically in greater frequency in the last 3 decades. Is that right? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean... again, I don't think any of them have been super recent, like, within the last right. 30 years. I don't really know if there has okay. been any. Um, so yeah, the first recording sighting was in 1817. Um, basically, someone just reported, like, there's a snake-like creature that's, like, 30 to 40 feet and at least a foot in diameter with a grayish color.
0: Okay. For a diameter, diameter is pretty big.
1: I know that is a that is a scary snake. Um, in wait a second, wait a second. I'm just confused by whatever. We're just gonna okay. We're just gonna continue. I'm sorry. Um, so again, in 1817, another boat crew spotted a similar animal. This time, they said it was copper colored, and around 60 feet in length. And they tried shooting at it with their muskets, but it had no visible effect. Why are we always shooting at things? I men just gotta shoot at things, <laughs> just gotta shoot at things. That's just what they do. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, they're like, We don't know what this is, so we're just gonna try to like kill it. And yeah, <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, okay. Um. So, again, a third 1817 sighting near Toledo, which we've been
0: to. Hey. Did you Toledo. say Toledo? Yeah, we've been Where there. we've been to? Are we celebrating Ohio now? No, I'm just saying we went there. We have gone there. Together. We did go there together. It was fun. It was even fun. Though, even
1: though it was Ohio.
0: But it was Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So French settlers, two brothers named Dusseau encur- encountered encountered a huge monster on the beach, writhing in what they thought was its death throes. Um, <laughs> the brothers described it as between twenty and thirty feet in length. There's definitely like a discrepancy. We're going from
0: like there's 20... a. It seems like there's a lot of discrepancies in the length.
1: Yeah, and coloring, Um, which I'm wondering if that's just, like, time of day that they saw it. Like, if it was at sunset, of course, sure. it would maybe look copper-colored versus gray. Um, right. But they said it was shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had... it did have arms. Oh, okay. So um, it's like a lizard. Yeah. So the panicked brothers fled the scene, and when they returned later, the creature was gone... Um, but there was some marks on the beach and some silver scales the size of silver dollars.
0: Um, another extraordinary sighting. Some big, some big scale. I guess how big are the silver the the dollars? So did they say silver dollars or sand dollars? I can't remember. Silver, silver. dollars. Silver. Okay, so like not super big.
1: No, but like I mean, bigger than a quarter. Daily. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So then another sighting happened, which was carried by local newspapers. Um this time an entire crew witnessed this. Um they oh, were bound wow. they were bound from Buffalo, New York to, to Toledo, Ohio in oh, July 8- Ohio. I know. <laughs> in July 1892, the crew, including the captain, saw a large area of water ahead of them churned churning up and foaming, um, and they as they approached, they saw a huge sea serpent that appeared to be wrestling about in the waters as if fighting with an unseen foe. They observed as the creature relaxed itself and stretched out full length, which they estimated about 50 feet and 4 feet in circumference, with its head sticking up above the water at an additional 4 feet. The brownish creature's eyes were described as viciously sparkling. And <laughs> they also noted
0: that it had. That's large... how I want people to describe my eyes. I know,
1: right? Viciously,
0: viciously sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also said that it
1: had very large fins. Okay. So fishy, lizardy, snakey, snakey, serpent. <laughs> snakey. Snakey.
0: <laughs> fishy, serpenty, sneaky. <laughs>
1: Wait, a serpent is a snake. Yeah. I said lizardy.
0: Oh, sorry, lizard.
1: <laughs> snaky.
0: Snaky. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um viciously sparkling snaky. His eyes are viciously sparkling. It sounds like a, something you read in like a Twilight book. I know. He was very snaky. She twitched her head around lizardly. Lizardly? (laughs) Oh Oh, man. This is very hushy. Just like, they're like
1: wrestling about in the waters as if fighting with an unseen foe.
0: Like, maybe it was fighting an actual, like, other fish or something. Maybe it was two fish, like, tangled together, you know? I know. Did you hear? No. Is she being so cute? Maisie! Did you hear that? (laughs) No, she's not the same. Darn, it was a good one. She was like... Uh Okay. Um,
1: this is, like, chaotic. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. (laughs) So, Crystal Beach near Fort Erie was the scene of another sighting on May fifth, Cinco de Mayo, the day after my mom's birthday. Yes, um, eighteen ninety-six. This time, <laughs> there were four eyewitnesses who watched for forty-five minutes as a thirty feet creature with a mm. with a dog-shaped head mm. and a pointy tail what was. <laughs> this? For- it turned up the water. It churned up the water as it swam about until finally disappearing before nightfall. For 45 minutes, they watched wow. this weird. And snake- all they
0: could get out of it was it had a dog shaped face and a pointy tail. Yes, it was a dog snake. It was a, <laughs> it's a doggy snakey. It was a denank. <laughs> a snog. <laughs> it was a snoggy. It was a snoggy. Oh, man. Um. With viciously sparkling eyes, Ooh, did they did they describe no. it with, oh, I was gonna say why does That'd that really funny with
1: vicious that would be really funny if like all these encounters were like it just had viciously sparkling eyes. they're like taking
0: like the the notes like the, the 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 police report from the the witnesses, and they're like shivering underneath like the heating blanket things, and they're like, yeah, it just it just really had those vicious sparkling eyes, Never mind. Really snaky and like yes. a dog with a pointy tail,
1: it reminds me of in um Jungle Book, the original like Disney cartoon um when the snake can like hypnotize you, you know,
0: and it gets those like sparkly oh, maybe it just Because like... in <clears throat> the Robin Hood. Disney Robin Hood when the snake hypnotizes people like it's the little like rrr, windy eyes. Oh the like spirally eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of. But it does actually kind of have a maybe I'm remembering it
1: wrong. I don't know.
0: But I don't remember Jungle Book, so
1: What? I only I remember we only them.
0: ever watched the live action one that was called Mowgli. No. That one was scary.
1: No, I loved the jungle book. The have you ever seen it? Probably. I wanna watch it now. Okay. Like I really do. it's sounds... it good music. Um so yeah. There were some other sightings in nineteen sixty-nine, the nineteen eighties, and in nineteen ninety-three. And local marina owner Thomas Solberg offered a reward of $5,000 for anyone who captured the South Bay Bessie alive. And still waiting on that. So. Okay.
0: Is the offer, does the offer still stand? I don't know. Is it
1: $5,000? I mean, if it's $5,000 in 1993 money, that would be a lot more now.
0: Inflation, right? Yeah. Like Does that account? For Does that account for
1: inflation, Sir Thomas? Yeah, <laughs> Mister Solberg. Hmm. Good. We're asking all the right questions here. Yeah. As if we're gonna go out and try to capture Bessie.
0: I mean, isn't isn't it possible we're going back to Toledo? I mean, those <laughs> those viciously sparkling eyes might get us, but I know. Yeah, so that
1: is oh. a smattering of the Great Lakes. Smattering um, of the Great Lakes. We have UFO, USO, shipwreck, plane wreck, triangles, mm. stonehenge, stonehenge,
0: ley lines, ley lines vortexes, monsters, bessies, empire state buildings that could fit in the lake, snoggies, snoggies, that's right, and viciously sparkling eyes. Yep. Maybe that's what, like, all, like, Ohio people think about Michigan people. Like, we have the viciously viciously sparkling eyes. So maybe that's why they hate us so much. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well. Thanks for that. That was fun. Yeah, I know. You'd Even think... with, like, remembering some of it.
1: I know. I Got lots
0: of ears and hands. I almost had a better time
1: redoing it. I think this was a better recording anyway, so. Great. I think so, too.
0: Hopefully you guys do too. <laughs> you have no choice. Yep, that's what you get. See you next week. Yes. This has been your Smattering Effects. Bye. Bye.